Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast, or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We are going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links in our show notes and on our website. Again, the website is dailybiblepodcast.net. And you know what? It is not too late to start. Please crack open that Bible today and follow along with us. I love that. We need t-shirts to say, crack open that Bible. Ooh, yeah. We should do that. I love it. That would be cool. So remember, the goal isn't to finish in a year so we can mm. mark it off our list. Our goal is to help you get into God's Word. If you finish in a year along with us, that's great. If it takes two years, wonderful. <laughs> Spending time in God's Word is the goal. So you will grow in amazing ways and fall in love with God even more like I have, like Michelle has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe if you're new to the Bible, you'll discover God's love story for the first time, which is mm. just amazing. That is amazing. And and what I love is that as we're doing this in community with our Facebook group, I am just seeing that it's giving me more accountability to go, yes, I've got to read today. Yes, I've got to read today. And I'm seeing other people say the same thing. I've got accountability now to keep going. And so I'm so excited. I'm so excited for today. Even though today is hard, today is good. So we are it's reading good Job. It's God's word. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Thanks for reminding me of that. Just <laughs> it's good because it's God's word. Okay. We, today we are reading Job 12, 13, and 14. Okay. Job is in the middle of deep grief. He lost his animals. He lost his servants. Like that's all his wealth. He's yeah. lost his children. Like that's his life. Even his health he lost. And his friends come to comfort him. And well, we're seeing that their comfort doesn't seem to be the kind that's, well, all that helpful. And today in Job 12, we see Job being, well, he seems to me to be a little defensive. But remember yesterday, we read Zophar's response to Job, and he said, if only, like, really, you want to start a sentence with, if only, only. It's, if only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands in him in prayer. Get rid of your sins, Job. Then your life will be brighter. Just overnight. Overnight. It'll just be brighter. (laughs) I know. And and I'm just like, that would hurt. Like, if, if if I was somebody who was going through something really, really hard, well, I've 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 had it happen to me. I'm and I'm sure you've had it happen yeah. to you. Well-meaning, in te- well-intentioned people do say those things. I mean, after all, Zophar said it. It's if only you would do this. Mm-hmm. And today we see Job begins with you people. I mean, come on, it's not even friends anymore. It's like <laughs> you people. I say that pe- to my kids sometimes. You people. <laughs> 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 and it's not when you're really like in a Happy. loving motherly manner. <laughs> and so Job says, people really know everything, don't you? Like it, it, it almost, 
again, we don't know tone and we've got to remember that this is poetry, but it does seem like Job is like coming out of the woodwork going, mm-hmm. you people, you really know everything. Like, don't you? And when you die, wisdom will die with you. Like I could almost hear him saying it in such a sarcastic mm-hmm. way. And he's seeming to be just a little defensive. I'll say that sarcastically, just a little defensive, you know, and he even says, you, my friend, you're laughing at me. Again, Job knows the truth and he knows God. And we see later in verses 13 through 16, with God are wisdom and might. He has counsel and understanding. If he tears down, none can rebuild. If he shuts a man in, none can open. If he withholds the waters, they dry up. If he sends them out, they overwhelm the land. With him are strength and sound wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver Mm -hmm. are his. And then Job builds the case, his case with God. And he says, as for me, I will speak directly to the Almighty. He doesn't want to go through these friends anymore. Mm -hmm. And he says, I want to argue my case with God himself. So he begins to put together this argument and he talks it out because, you know, maybe he's a verbal processor like me. I like to talk things out. And then he boldly says, I have prepared my case and I will be proved innocent. That's a bold statement. Mm -hmm. Who can argue with me over this? And if you prove me wrong, I will remain silent and die. And to God, he asks what he's done wrong. Again, we saw that earlier. We saw that yesterday. He was like, what have I done? Just let me know. And he asks God, what have, what have I done wrong? And he almost starts sounding desperate. And I would almost go as far as to say he was starting to sound bratty to me, even projecting on God that God must be angry with him. I don't know. And, I, th- that's yeah, all the, all those, that all those emotions, but they're real. Yeah. They're real. And that's yeah. what I love is there's so many emotions here. And I love, again, that this is part of God's word. So for mm. someone who's never read the Bible, I mentioned before that it, they may just think it's a list of do's and don'ts of this is how all these perfect people act and I can never live to those standards. Well, yeah. open it to the book of Job. Uh, because I don't see any of these lists in the book of Job. What I see mm-hmm. is ordinary men who are struggling with all the questions we ask. Why do I suffer? What have I done wrong to, des- to deserve this? Why do bad things happen to good people? And mm-hmm. I've been in conversations before. I'm like, you know, why don't you want to believe in God? Well, look at all the bad things happening around us. How can there be a God? Like these are yeah. real questions that we hear today, that people are saying today, that they were saying thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. We are still asking these questions 3,000 or however, however many years later, we are still asking these same questions. And so it's like whatever we're learning from Job well, we know this. We we just know this. Whatever we're learning anywhere in the Bible, it's it's almost like we have to relive that in order to walk away and go, oh, that's that's what God was teaching me. Yeah. That's what was going on. And I and I love I love the fact that we're still asking those questions. And I hope and pray that we're still saying the truth about who God is, that he is. He is bigger than us. He knows all. 
And and we're seeing that in Job, even though, again, I don't want to be too hard on the man. He has gone th- through something so hard, mm-hmm. but it did seem like he was being a little bit childish in some of his arguments. But again, we don't know. We don't know the whole story. Yeah. We, we only know parts that are in poetry. We don't know the whole story. And, and I think sometimes that's so true in our lives is we don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Now, my favorite scripture from this passage is Job 14, verses 1 and 2. How frail is humanity? How short is life? How full of trouble? We blossom like a flower and then wither. Like a pla- passing shadow, we quickly disappear. And this reminds me of 1 Peter one twenty four. And it says, as the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. So maybe Peter was thinking of Job as he wrote this, Mm -hmm. and the grass withers and the flower fades. And this verse, that 1 Peter one twenty four, was pivotal in my life. I remember I was 17 years old and I was pregnant. Uh, My boyfriend was out of the picture when I dedicated my life to God. I'd grown up in church and I'd gone away from the things that I knew were right. I chose my own way as a teen. And then six months pregnant, I realized that every choice that I made had only led to pain. And I prayed, God, I have screwed up big time. That was that was my big eloquent prayer. I've screwed up big time. If you can do anything with my life, please do. And hope and peace flooded my heart. And then later that day, I remember like just being so excited because I knew God was going to take care of me and take care of my baby. And I remember opening up my Bible. I don't even know why I opened there, but I remember reading first Peter again, 24 through 25, where it says people are like grass. Their beauty is mm. like the flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news preached to you. And then I thought about that, that my life would wither and fade and I needed to make God's word, which would last forever part of my life because I knew that, that God's word would remain forever. And that, so I could just remember that so clearly, like sitting there in my bedroom with my pink satin bedspread. (laughs) I remember it so clearly. And in Job chapter 14, Job echoes the same thing. How frail is humanity? How short is life? How full of trouble? We blossom like a flower and then wither. And so Job clearly understands his frailty. Mm. And even though he's questioning God, at least Job is turning to God. It's a good reminder to us. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to feel like everything I've done, I have made bad choices. I've led myself where I don't want to be. And maybe like me today, you say, God, I have screwed up. Like if you can do anything with my life, um, it's okay to to fill those things, but turn to God because he is the answer and he has the answer. I love how you say it's it's okay to question, mm-hmm. but keep turning to God. Keep turning to God for those answers. And I think, again, you know, just what we were talking about yesterday, and it just sort of feeds in today, is that we serve a big God and he can handle our questioning. We, he can handle our tantrums. He can handle when we go to him and say, but God, he can even go and, and, and handle when we say, would you just just let me die. Yeah. He can handle all of that. When you say, I am hurting so bad right now. I don't understand. When I look around me and I see everybody else happy, and yet I have lost this. Mm-hmm. And God can handle that. He is a big, big God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time for a quick break and a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with the word of the day. 
Okay, so our word of the day is defense. We are seeing Job's defense with his friends, and we're also seeing Job building his defense with God, and then Job delivering his defense with God. And it just hit me as I was reading through today, just how God is our defender. Mm-hmm. He is our defender. And a few years ago, well, probably a little bit more than a few years ago, about 10 years ago, um, I was going through something incredibly hard. I was going through a court case and, um, and I felt accused. Mm-hmm. I felt wrongfully accused. And my, my dad who, who, um, drove down to be with me, we were living 12 hours apart. My dad who drove down to be with me and walk me through things. He said, look, Michelle, God is your defender. You don't have to say a word. Yeah. And that has stuck with me. That has stuck with me past that, that God is my defender. I don't have to give an account to my Mm -hmm. friends who think something in my life is awry. I don't have to do that. I don't have to to open my mouth because God will defend me. I need to go to God and I need to go help God, please defend me. And so I'm not saying, I'm not going to say that Job did wrong when he went to his friends. I'm saying in my life, I have seen how I haven't needed to make defense. Although there are times that I really do make defense and I know I shouldn't because (laughs) God is my defender. Yeah, God is my defender. And I love that even in these hard places, like you're seeing like, oh, yeah, that reminder that God is your defender. And I'm reminded of that time where I really understood that my life is going to wither and I need God. Mm. And no matter how hard things are in our life, we have the hope of heaven and we have the hope of Jesus. If we accept him, we can look Mm -hmm. forward to that. And Job 14, 14 says, can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all my years of struggle, and I would eagerly await the release of death. Now, remember, the book of Job is written at the time of Abraham. So today, we have the benefit of the New Testament. We know how God defended us by providing Jesus. Romans three twenty three through 24 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Mm. This is exactly what Job hoped for, but yeah. he dismissed it as wishful thinking. And we don't have wishful thinking. We have the truth of knowing that Jesus Christ is the redemption that Job was longing for and that we long for. And I'm thankful as a 17-year-old that I dared to believe in God and follow him and believe that even though I had sinned, that I can find grace and salvation and eternal life in Jesus. And that he's your ultimate defender. And he is. And I'm I'm so happy you turned to him too, that you dared to turn to him. Because I think that at times there is there's this this part and it's probably this a part that tends to, you know, hold shame and be ashamed. And we're mm-hmm. like, do we want to turn to God? He is this perfect being. And yet you dared to turn to him and say, Okay, God, and you held out everything and you said, I know I've done wrong. Um And yet I need you. I need you for your grace, for your salvation. I need you for eternal life. And like you just said, I dared to turn to him. And I'm so glad that you dared to turn to him. 
because that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and I think there's someone out there that may be thinking, I'm still in the middle of my mess. Well, I was too. Mm -hmm. I was 17. I was still pregnant. I was still dropped out of high school. (laughs) Like I would, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like suddenly everything changed outwardly, but inwardly things had changed. And so maybe today you're thinking, I'm still in the middle of this mess. There's so many, so many hard things going, just like Job. There's hard, hard things going on in my life, but maybe you can turn to God maybe for the first time and realize that he is there to be your defender. He is there to be your savior. Mm. So Michelle, I would just like to pray for that person today. Yes, please. So dear Heavenly Father, I'm so thankful that in this moment you are with Michelle and I, and you are with every listener who is listening to our voice and that you can just be with them and remind them that you are their defender. And if Mm. there is someone, Lord, that has not turned their life over to you that think that they need to clean up, that they need to improve things, that they need to to make things right themselves before they turn to you, that you will just, um, just soften their heart and they will turn to you, Lord. I'm so thankful that we have the hope that Job just longed for, that we know that we can spend eternity with you, Lord. I pray that even in this moment, um, that, that that person out there will whisper, Lord, I have messed up. But if you can do anything with my life, please do. And that they will put their trust in you, Lord. I thank you that you listen to us anytime mm-hmm. we turn to you, God. Mm-hmm. And in your name we pray. Amen. Oh, amen. You know, if you're listening today and there is a moment in time that you have felt God be your defender, or mm-hmm. maybe today you're just like, I I need help. I need help. Would you just drop a comment in um, in our community on Facebook, Daily Bible Podcast? That's our community on Facebook. Just drop a comment. Let us know if you need prayer. Also, just share how God's been a defender and encourage us all. That would be awesome to see. I'm. I know I'm encouraged by um, by just seeing your comments and to seeing not just what Daily Bible Podcast is doing in your, like what Trisha and I are talking about, but I'm enjoying seeing what you are seeing in God's yes. Word. So continue interacting. It's just so great to see. You're encouraging us. Thank you so much. I love it. Okay, so going to give you your send off. We want to encourage you, daily encouragement. That's what we're trying to provide here, to get into the Word of God and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible that we're using, we have links to that Bible in our show notes. You can also find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading that we are following. So you can follow along in your Bible or your favorite translation. Just go to our show notes and you'll find a monthly and yearly schedule. Hey, tomorrow we are reading Job 15, 16, 17, and 18. The saga continues and we're going to continue to learn Hey, I just want to take a quick second here to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us in the Daily Bible Podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows on prayer, parenting, Bible study, and so much more. Check them out, lifeaudio.com. 